0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Steve. I'm Sierra. Tonight, our episode's gonna be a little bit shorter than normal, so we went to record the other night, we did our entire episode, and once we finished, found out that the episode didn't record. So, we're gonna be giving a basic overview of the movies that we watched, and like, our key takeaways from them, and our ratings as normal, but it just won't be as in-depth conversation, just because it won't feel as natural as it did the first time we did it, so... You guys get to yeah, this you, out. <laughs> you can't
1: recreate a two hour conversation. It's just it, it's not gonna be organic, so just gonna be like Dylan said, a brief overview of everything. So we're sorry that the episode is short, but hey, it happens to the best of us and unfortunately due to, you know, everyone what everyone's got going on, we can't really bang out another two hour conversation tonight. But next week we'll make up for it.
0: Alright, so let's get in the episode. Did you know a young boy drowned here? He was my son. And today is his birthday. Alright, Friday the 13th was released in 2009. It was produced by Michael Bay's production company, Platinum Dunes Productions, which was made to create horror and thriller films. Um, It was directed by the same director who directed Platinum Dunes, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it follows a group of kids who are being hunted by a more survivalist Jason than we've seen in the past. Um, The biggest difference between this movie and the past films, and it's something that I've seen people complain about, is that they made Jason too smart, which in reality they were going for a more realistic, survivalist type Jason who was just territorial of the area rather than uh, someone who's just going and killing for revenge or just mindless killing. Um, he had tunnels under the ground, which connected to all the different parts of the camp, which he used to get places faster to catch these people, which explained him showing up in random areas unexplained rather than just having him pop up out of nowhere like the original movies. The movie followed a basic like slasher cliche cr- friends go group,
2: camping. Fr- yeah,
0: friends group, friends go camping. They all they, die. Yeah. The characters were very like cliche, like jock, prep, nerd,
1: Stoner. Stoner. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so um all in all I think we all agreed when we talked the other day that uh we we did think that this was a pretty decent remake.
2: Yeah, it was alright. It wasn't bad. Um uh, like Dylan said, I think I think the whole point of it was kind of to make sense of of the the older movies, in my in my opinion, uh, and I think it did a good job of that. To where it explains like how he's getting from point A to point B so quickly and all that, and, and I think that it made good explanations for those things, and it wasn't really as out there as um, I would have expected an explanation to be. So um, I approve.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like your typical, you know, they wanted to ignore the idea of like the undead Jason Mm -hmm. and kind of just pick up like almost almost like a combination of the first uh, part two and three, almost like reimagined, you know, Mm -hmm. like we see Jason at first with the burlap sack and then we see him get the mask. And you can tell that this is a more human version of Jason, more almost like a hermit of the woods which was kind of pretty much what he was like in the second one. Like, he didn't have any special, like, undead abilities, things like that. Like, he was more human. So they, they did a good job of uh, keeping that human side to him. And then, uh, Dylan, you mentioned before that the actor was very inspired by uh, First Blood starring Sylvester Stallone. So the whole survivalist thing makes more sense now to me. Because at first I was, like, I was kind of a little picky as to why Jason was so smart, but looking more in-depth into it, it doesn't bother me as much as it did then.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it never really bothered me too much. No, it didn't. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I can see why people would be bothered by it, because they did very much change the main character of this beloved franchise, but I thought that the changes were welcome. Um, I think, to me, a smarter killer is a scarier killer, so to have someone who's just, like, territorial, like, hunting these people down because he does not want them there. It it added more fear to it for me. Besides,
2: what's the point of doing a remake if it's going to be exactly the same? We've already seen that movie, you know?
0: Yeah. True. um, The original idea for this reboot was to take place after the final chapter and ignore the events of New Blood and on. Uh, They wanted to keep going with jason without having like a zombie jason which i would have been interested in i know that uh new blood and on that's when they start like going downhill a lot of fans weren't happy with the direction that they took the series after that but at the same time i don't see how you acknowledge the events of the final chapter and still go with like a not-paranormal Jason, because he, he dies in the final chapter. Like, he, he very clearly dies, so... Yeah.
1: Tommy Jarvis fucks him up. Yeah. It would have been cool, uh, we mentioned uh, originally recording this, that the whole um, involvement of Tommy Jarvis, I definitely would have been all for that. I thought he was a very strong character that carried into this series a bit. So it would have been interesting to see him in, like, the reboot... Maybe yeah. one but,
0: day. But I would have liked to see like maybe a sequel to this one that brought him in. But
1: yeah, or even that. I don't know. We'll never know. Like the the idea for the second reboot got scrapped, and yeah. they talked about involvement of like Jason's like dad and giving his background and him being killer. But like I said, it was scrapped. It would have been an interesting idea. I don't know if I would have been a hundred percent
0: behind it but Yeah, I see know, I'm you always have that curiosity. <laughs> I'm very back and forth with it for the same reason that I didn't like Texas Chainsaw three D and why I'm a little like weary on this new Leatherface film because I don't like that all of these film companies now are like going into this in depth background origin story of all these killers. Like to me, that's what made them scary was having, like, a basic idea of where they a came mystery. from and, and just have the mystery. Like, I didn't need an complicated, you know, background of these characters. I just need to know they're pissed, they're getting revenge, they're killing people. I don't need to know, like, what their childhood was like or what their parents were like. It, it, none Absolutely. Of, none of that really mattered to me, so. Yeah, but some people yeah. appreciate it. No, I, I, yeah, definitely. But... Um, I, I do want to share the story quick very quickly of uh the experience when we first saw it in theaters and I know oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, you had the same uh experience, but seeing this movie, the first twenty five minutes of the movie are the intro to the film and then the title comes up. Uh seeing it in theaters, we didn't really know what to expect going in. Um so, you go in and you have the first 25 minutes, and you have this group of teenagers that go to the camp, and they're all dying one by one just so fast. And everybody in the theater was so pissed when we went to see this movie. Like, they're like, "Where I paid money for this? This is so fast. Like, this is the dumbest movie. And uh, the part go- comes where there's the final girl who was Clay's sister, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clay's sister, Whitney. Um, she's backing me from Jason and he's coming at her full speed with this uh with his machete and then the title card comes up and everybody in the theater just stood up and started clapping and it was probably my favorite experience in a theater for a movie ever
2: nah my favorite still dragged me to hell <laughs> for a
1: different reason <laughs> yeah i had i had the same experience you know everyone was getting pissed and uh, you know even I was like, "Why? Why is everyone dying so quickly?" And then they hit you with the, "Oh, now the movie starts." And mm-hmm. like I said, I've never seen a theater like pop like that, and it was packed. I mean, it was opening night. Uh, go figure. It was also uh, Valentine's Day weekend. Yep. I went with a van load of people, and it was the energy was just so high, and that's what made the film more enjoyable. Watching it in theaters was that experience alone.
0: Yeah, and it. it I feel like experiences like that in some ways kind of sway my opinion on movies because, like, I love the movie for that reason. But people who maybe watched it three years later who didn't see it in theaters and were watching it, or maybe they didn't enjoy it as much because they didn't have that experience. But mm-hmm. to me, that experience made this movie great to me.
2: All right, let's do ratings,
0: jump into ratings. Well, yeah. Jump in. All right. Go ahead,
2: Sierra. Uh, I I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, It's no secret that I'm a huge Supernatural fan, so having um, Jared Padalecki in it was really awesome to me. Um, I think that they did a really cool... They they did something really cool with the way that they decided to explain um, what seemed to be like these crazy powers that Jason had by being able to get from one place to the next really quickly without being seen or heard. Um, I I think that it definitely made it more scary for me because it did make him more human. Um, So all in all, I'm going to give this movie a 7.2. All right.
0: Stephen?
1: You know, overall, uh, first time watching in theater was a fun time. The second time I picked it apart, and we talked about it before, how uh, us horror fans, like, they, we can be a little jaded sometimes mm-hmm. when it comes to remakes. Um, because, you know, when you love, like, a certain series or movie so much, it's so easy to dismiss a lot of things and, you know, kind of just give it a more negative outlook. But revisiting this movie a third time and having a more in-depth look made me understand things and kind of appreciate it for what it was. Uh, you know, this isn't by far means the best remake, but it's definitely not the worst. It's got its strong points. Uh, Chewie was an awesome character. I really liked him. And the overall look of Jason, you know, when he finally gets the mask and everything. And it does a cool job of, like, kind of giving the throwback to, like, the first two or the first three films. Like, with, like, uh, what is it, Clay sister kind of looking like Jason's mom or finding Jason's mom's head in, like, that shrine So, overall, though, some solid kills. Uh, I'm going to have to give this a 6. Again, not the best, but not the worst. So, a solid 6 for me.
0: Alright. Like I said, I really enjoyed that this movie took over all of the things that make a slasher movie great. That had drug, sex, and blood. Always great. Um... It had the cliche slasher cast, it had the characters that you were rooting for them to die, you <laughs> know, Trent, um...
2: Yeah, we all hated him.
0: <laughs> and, uh, it, it was just great. I really liked that they split it almost in two. You had this group of kids that went in the beginning, you had this group of kids at the end of the movie, um... And I did like this, I I liked that it was a blend of the first three movies. It wasn't just the first movie thought out, and then they remake the second, and then remake the third. So I thought it was a pretty decent uh, remake. All in all, I'd I'd probably give it a 7. Average rating? So that gives an average rating of a 6.7. The average Instagram rating was a 6.2. So we're pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma. Do you remember anything about the murders? Your great-grandpa and your great-grandma lived in this house when it happened. He was the boogeyman, they said. Can't catch the boogeyman. Can't kill the boogeyman. You know, before that summer, everybody would leave their doors unlocked. And after the summer, you saw a stranger. You'd run the other way. And now? He's back. All right, so moving right along to The Town That Dreaded Sundown. The Town That Dreaded Sundown follows a... It, it does like a meta, like kind of a sequel, kind of a remake. Um, it very much reminded me of Wes Craven's New Nightmare in that it acknowledges that the events of the original movie were just a movie, but there's a copycat killer that's reenacting the movie. Uh, it takes place in Texarkana, which is where the original film took place, and it follows the town. Every year since the movie came out, they've done this screening of the movie on Halloween at a drive-in theater, which they do in real life. It's on my bucket list. And uh, <laughs> they, um, there's a, the main character, Jamie. She's there with her boyfriend, and they're watching the film. They leave, and they get attacked. So Jamie becomes the survivor of this attack, her boyfriend dies, and just people in the town start dying as they did in the original film. So Jamie comes to find at the end of the film that the killer is Deputy Foster, one of the police officers from the town, and her boyfriend, who she thought was dead, they pulled a scream. (laughs) He
1: told it, definitely.
0: (laughs) And, uh... She ends up... Foster kills her boyfriend. She kills Foster. Uh, The reasoning behind them killing was that Foster was the grandson of a woman named Mary who was killed by the Phantom Killer, the original actual Phantom Killer, but her story was forgotten by the town. So he was kind of like taking revenge on the town for for forgetting her story. And Jamie's boyfriend's motives were... Very stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't want to he be didn't... like my dad. And... Yeah, <laughs> he was like, you go to college,
1: or you leave this town. You go to college only to come back, and I, I want to be remembered for something more than just the college or the football athlete from this town. And I was like, wow, man, you sounds like you have some issues at home. Very stupid motive. <laughs> what, I see. Okay. Didn't want to be the jock that his dad imagined him to be.
0: But it's like that's not gonna lead somebody to kill. Yeah. Be a writer. <laughs> no,
2: I think um this movie I definitely think it's worth a watch. My only problem with it, and it's it's a slightly big problem, it's just so similar to the first one that it was kind of pointless to remake, in my opinion. Um I don't think that it was bad. They did a very good job with making it. Um everything was very interesting. It's just very you knew it was gonna happen if you saw the first one. Um, other than the ending, because you found out who the killers were, were in the original you didn't. Um, I actually kind of prefer not knowing. Yeah. Um, I think it leaves it more mysterious and, and more scary because you know you got to think about that. And the first one set it up for like it could be anyone. Yeah. And this one, this one gave it away. It kind of gave gave away that fear.
0: And it it, it took away from the fear a lot for me, too, in that they didn't make the Phantom Killer as scary in this as he was in the original. They didn't
2: focus on the details, like, um, his breathing and and his eyes and all that. Well, they had him
0: talk, and it was like... Turn around, bitch. You know, (laughs) it's so
1: not necessary. And I brought
0: this up when we recorded the other night, too. Like, you find out that it's Jamie's boyfriend and the cop, Deputy Foster, and... When Jamie and her boyfriend get attacked in the beginning of the film, the Phantom Killer tells him, "Take your pants off and get on the ground." And it's like, if this guy was in on it, why are you gonna tell him take your pants off? <laughs>
1: like, I know that was just he was just being so weird at that point. <laughs> I can understand why he asked her to turn around to fake the death, but yeah, what is the need to take your pants off for it?
0: Yeah, but I, I don't know. It, it's that—that's what just ruined it for me. Was the uh, it. I feel like you're waiting the whole movie to find out who the killer is and then the payoff for it was like this is stupid why they're doing this like yeah, the, yeah. It, I would have been happier if it was just someone with no motive that was just a psychopath that was just going around killing people because
1: yeah like a typical copycat killer who like was you know like you, there are people I, I guess you know when it comes to town legends and folklore like that kind of take it to the extreme so yeah. if they did it to where like this was just someone who, you know, wanted to take that Lord to the extreme and kind of just reinstill the fear back into that town. You know, that would have been a cooler motive than the fucking ones we were given. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I and mean, I think it would have been better if they did the one. The one detail that I would have preferred them keep from the original was the fact that you never knew who the killer was.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think mean, that's what made the original so unique.
0: But I, I agree with you, Sierra, that it's just – it. they made the kills exactly the same, which I guess it's a copycat killer. You have to have the kills the same. But it took away from – like you, you knew what to expect. You knew how these people were, were going to die. It was just very similar, which I, I guess I go back and forth with it because if I watch a remake of a film and it's so different – from the original, it frustrates me. But if I watch a movie that's a remake that's exactly the same as the original, then it's boring to watch. It's not as enjoyable to watch.
2: It can never please us completely.
0: (laughs) But the, the... the first time watching it, I enjoyed it a lot more, but I think it took away a little bit the fact that we just covered the original so recently, whereas the first time I watched it, I hadn't seen the original in a while, so it was just cool to be like... It was almost like watching the original again in a new light. So maybe if you haven't seen the original in a while and you are in the mood to watch it, check out the remake because, you know, you're, this is what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, it, had, it had
0: some cool moments. Oh, like, yeah, definitely.
1: Like the couple that was murdered in the hotel room, uh, like I said, when she jumped out the window and like that ankle break popping through the skin was very cringy. And, like, it was pretty violent when she was getting stabbed in the car, and I was like, all right, that was a pretty wild kill, but, you know, like I said, a lot of the kills are just, like, in in the original film, so it's almost like a lot of rehashing was done. Yeah.
0: But, all right. Want to get into ratings?
1: Yep.
2: All
0: right. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, again, I do think that this is a movie worth watching. I don't think that it's terrible. It's not. It's really not bad at all. It's just, like... When, after after seeing the original, you don't need this movie, you know, the, the original is that good, this didn't top it or anything or make it any better, um, it's just very similar. Um, I'm going to say that it is the less scary version of the original, um, and I'm going to give it a, I don't remember what I gave it when we recorded originally. You gave it a 5.8. Um, good thing, because I was going to give it a 5.8 again, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: Dylan, what was my original rating on this? Like, I, I kind of don't remember. You gave it a five point five. Oh, Okay. Wow. You know what? And I was thinking around of the fives. <laughs> I was like, did I rate it higher than a fi- in the fives? I wasn't sure. Yeah. No. I'm gonna stick with my rating of five point five. Um, it's not that bad, but it's just so similar to the original that like a lot of it's repetitive. And again, the motive for the two phantom killer copycats were just not. A- I mean. For the deputy, I, I guess I could see that, but, like, her, her boyfriend just completely ruined it for me. But, I mean, like I said, it did have some cool moments. I like the involvement of uh, they created a character for the original director, Charles Pierce. Yeah. And uh, to have his son kind of as a character in the movie to explain s- some things, that that was a cool involvement because, like I said, you know, his, his directing style was uh, very... Interesting, and it did create a lot of buzz in that town, even after the murders had already happened. So that that involvement was cool, but yeah, I mean, I gotta stick with my uh, rating of a five point five on this one. All
0: right. Yeah, I, like I already said, I I think it was just too similar to the original, and watching it so close to watching the original, it took the enjoyment out of it a little bit. But I, I definitely would recommend watching it. It was interesting, but it didn't have the payoff that I wanted it to have. It was poor. It was like well done up until they revealed the motives of the killers, and then it's like, oh, I guess. Like, it, but the boyfriend it was just like, uh, the, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing. But um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the rating I gave it the other night and give it a six. Bam, and that gives an average rating of five point eight. I think that's fair Instagram average rating is uh,
2: 7.1 A little bit higher than us but that 2 really brought that down (laughs) Good job 2 Not gonna
1: win them all
0: movie that we're going to talk about is the evil dead remake from 2013 i am really bummed out out of all the movies we discussed the other night that this discussion got taken out because
2: we had a really good yeah discussion. we had a good
0: discussion because yeah, yeah. a little background when this movie came out me steven and Sarah went to see it in theaters not together but um
2: well i saw a few
0: yeah Sarah and i saw it together but we didn't see it with steven and We went to see it, and the next day, we were discussing it, and we had a little, like, clash of opinions, because Sierra and I did not like it, and Steven, you you did enjoy it. So, we had a little clash of opinions, so we were really excited to go back and revisit the movie years later to see how our opinions had changed. And they
2: definitely changed. Yeah,
0: we went in with very biased thoughts, because Evil Dead is one of Sierra's favorites. It's my all-time favorite horror movie, so... Going in and expecting an Evil Dead movie, I was disappointed. Um, Rewatching it now and looking at it as its own film and not an Evil Dead film. It's definitely creepy. It's creepy, and I enjoyed it a lot more, going in with a more open mind and looking at things subjectively. Now, the things that I will say that I did not enjoy were the script in some parts, um, mainly with me as brother david he had some very cheesy lines and just the delivery of them i don't think it was the actor's fault i think it was just the script being written in a weird way to where You sounded too proper he sounded too proper in the things you were saying these are five friends that are young and at a cabin yeah and modern and so i had that issue um I didn't like how much backstory it went into with all the characters. Like, I feel like they were giving so much unnecessary look, so much of an unnecessary background on all these characters that it it took away from the feel of the movie. And my biggest complaint was I did not enjoy the Deadites, the way they looked, the way they sounded. It just wasn't as creepy as the original to me. And I just felt like... Like, Siri, you said when we recorded the other night, like, it felt like a stereotypical demon. It didn't have that unique feel that the, the Dead Dead Deadites had. had.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, the Deadites had, uh, like, an almost, like, an undead look to them,
2: mm-hmm. but,
1: like, that were just so, at they the same time, looking. demonic. Like, imagine, like, zombies, but they're not zombies, and they're just super demonic. And, like, you know, it took... I first saw Evil Dead, the original, when I was 12, and it took... It took me a lot to watch that movie even then because I was fucking terrified just sitting through it. It was a challenge at the time, and for that, I'll always appreciate it and what it it came to be later on. You know, It is seriously one of the most popular uh, horror franchises out there for the little films. It's only got like three of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in that aspect, I have so much respect for it, and I see why everyone is so crazy about it. I mean, that movie pretty much made Bruce Campbell – and, you know, it just – the Deadites did not de- deliver. Like, when I watched this again for the episode, I said, like, this was my sister's first time seeing it. And instantly she was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with the Deadites? Like, why do they look like that? <laughs> because she was genuinely terrified of that movie for years. Like, any time I put it on, she'd be like, oh, no, I can't. This is like – you know, she used to be like, this is one movie I have a hard time sitting through. And so she, she thought she was going to get that again. And so did I, and I'll I'll be the first to say, back then, I overhyped it because I'm a sucker for gore, it's all known, Um, but the shock value and the gore, I let that aspect oversee a lot of the negatives. Mm -hmm. So You know what I mean? Because when I saw it, so I saw it opening night, and then the second night, uh, I saw it, when Mia takes the box cutter to her tongue a woman in the front row fainted from that scene, and I thought it was the most fucking metal thing. I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, it's living up to the poster, the most terrifying thing you've ever seen. So I was so, I was all, I'm going to say, it, like, it or I'm guilty as charged. I was all overhyped for it. But looking back at it, yeah, no, there were a lot of faults. There shouldn't have been as much backstory because we never got that in the beginning. And, you know, again, the Deadites and even though I'm going to suck a cock. Like, that, yeah. was, that, that was never really, come yeah.
0: on. It, it was just vulgar, and it was. I feel like this whole movie, where the original Evil Dead, it always got me because of the psychological like breakdown that you see of these characters. They were just fucked with so much by these Deadites, where I feel like this movie focused way too much on shock. Like,
1: oh, oh where, like, here's
0: some oh. gore, here's some profanity, like, just grittiness. And you know what? I'm not going to hate on it because that's some people's thing. Like, Stephen, you were really big into gore, and I I appreciate that. Like, that's your opinion. But for me, I, I like the psychological aspects of a horror film. and Good. So it took away from it a little bit. Um, Adding to what you said about the hype of the film from, like, the poster and everything, I feel like the hype kind of brought it down for me as well because...
2: I think it made us more critical.
0: It made me more critical, but... The red band. The red band trailer that they let out for this film gave away every single kill, like gore scene in the movie. So I went in waiting to see something that I hadn't seen in the red band trailer, and it just never came. And everything that happened, it was like, all right, well, I've seen this. I already know that this is going to happen. So it, it didn't have the shock for me. So I guess I kind of did it to myself. But
2: um, I'm going to come in um, as a huge fan of the original. Initially, I was extremely, extremely critical, and it's funny because we went with friends, but we actually ran into more of our friends there. And um, after the movie, we were all talking and we were waiting for after the credits because there was an after the credit cameo. (laughs) Um, But we were sitting, and our friend Dan is like, Oh, did you guys like it? And we're like, Oh, not really. And he liked it as well. Dan Torelli enjoyed it. we were really disappointed by it, and I think we were probably the only people in the theater
0: that were that, really disappointed. that we were like, yeah. we
2: were like, ah, you know. But I think taking a step back a few years later and looking at it as like, okay, so it, it can't be the same movie. It's not fair to judge it as the same movie. Uh, it's a totally different take on Evil Dead, which is fine. Um, it's not my favorite thing. There are amazing pros to this movie, though um who the the makers of this movie really did consider their shots they considered the cinematography it's beautifully shot every scene you can see that it's extremely well thought about from the angles to the lighting uh and it it hits the 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 feeling that they were going for and it, they it, they took evil dead which is already a dark story and they made it even darker and in that aspect I do have to appreciate it it is not my favorite take on a remake um, I'm not as disappointed as I once was with it. Um, it definitely has its place, I think, in the horror world, and a lot of people did enjoy it. And um, I think that um, for a, a remake to get the ratings that our our Instagram followers gave it, that's impressive because a lot of people gave it a ten. Yeah. So for a, for a remake of a one of the most popular horror movies probably in the world to get tens in the remake. You know, you've got to give it to them. They did a good job.
0: Yeah, and adding a little bit to uh, what you said about the cinematography, there was not a time watching this movie that I did not feel I wasn't in the movie. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you just see, like, the dampness of the woods and, like, the way that you see all of the light coming through the tree branches and everything, like, you feel like you're in the movie. And even the parts where they're in the cabin, like, not so much once the Deadites start coming out, but, like... Do you see them, like, moving the flashlight around and, like, where it's dark, where they can't see, you can't see either. Like, you feel like you're in it and you're immersed in it. And I've really enjoyed that aspect of it because it was, like, interacting with a movie almost mm-hmm. for me.
2: It, it really did. And um, I appreciate the way that they went about making this. And, and they they were careful with the details. They changed things from the original that I wouldn't personally have changed. But it's their movie, and they took artistic. They took took their artistic view on it, and they they made it what they wanted it to be. And and in in, in that aspect, I really do appreciate it. And um, I think like good for them because I think a lot of people would be f- afraid to touch this movie, and they they did. And and I think they did a fairly good job. Um, it just it's just different.
0: And I I think too one thing that I will give this movie is where a lot of. Um, studios especially now with like how big remakes are now they make these remakes and a lot of the times for me i feel like it's just a cash grab i feel like this movie was made
2: because passionately mm -hmm, yeah it wasn't just
0: it wasn't just let's just slap the evil dead name on and just shit on the original story i feel like the director while he did change a lot from the original he didn't do it to shit on the original story or like make it his own thing like He did it to try something new, and I'll appreciate that, and, you know, Sam Raimi was fully behind this remake, and Bruce Campbell was a little hesitant on it, because he didn't want somebody else portraying Ash, because Bruce Campbell is Ash, Um, but after learning that they were going to have a new group of kids, He he, he was behind it, and... They did have plans to continue Mia's story, and her story was eventually going to cross over with Ash's story, but... I'm glad
2: that they're not doing that, because I think that would have been ridiculous. It's
0: two different worlds, like... The evil Even dead, though they
2: say it's not, it, it, it definitely the, is. Yeah,
0: they, they say that it's, it's the same continuity, but, you know, the Evil Dead... I don't mean two different worlds, literally, but, like, mm-hmm. it's different genres i i wouldn't want to see this movie with the dark tone that it has turn into a comedy like evil dead did because that was my biggest complaint with the original series was that with the sequel and with army of darkness they took, took more a of a comedic turn yeah. yeah like this film like it definitely had its highs it,
1: it definitely had its lows like some highs uh eric awesome character man did he fucking go through hell yeah and you almost sympathize for him but you realize like the book kept warning him and he just had to keep fucking poking at it. But uh like I said, his character was strong. I was a huge fan of Mia. And not because I'm really attracted to the actress, but like she was a very strong lead and like She is a babe though. Gosh, <laughs> total. Even you know what? As far even like when she looks all like hopped up and on her withdrawals and shit, I was like, damn, she's still hot. But uh, <laughs> she handles it well. <laughs> yeah, besides that fact, like I said, I just think the overall background did not, they did not have to go that far in. It almost killed a half an hour yeah. just for things to get started. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, again, in the original, just kids showing up to a cabin and just kind of vacationing. And then, boom, things just took off. But, you know, I'll appreciate, okay, there's, like, the sound of the wind, like, in the original Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. I was happy to hear that. And I didn't catch that till watching this a third time. So to catch that was cool. Of course, the famous uh, Raimi cam. It was awesome to see them do that to see them do that and uh the last act of the film was very strong
0: yeah i i love the last scene and the the only thing that killed the last scene for me was when the demon started like talking being vulgar again being (laughs) vulgar again yeah like if that thing was silent it would scare the it did it scared the living shit out of me up until it started talking and i'm like why are you doing this
1: (laughs) yeah
0: like i said watching it again years later revisiting it, it i went in with a more open mind and i enjoyed it a lot more than before
1: i think it was like the uh, and it's funny because we're like we're about to get into ratings but ours uh it completely flip-flopped because i, uh, I got baited totally by the hype <laughs> and looking back I, and, you know giving these films more of an in-depth look i see where it was missing you know yeah and yeah, you'll see when, when our, our ratings, it actually shocked us all. We were <laughs> laughing about it when we originally recorded it because it was so different than what we expected as mm-hmm. far as our ratings were. But, you know, time changes, and we we went on to say when we previously recorded that sometimes you have to give a certain film a couple of, you know, watches before you can give, you know, your true, honest, in-depth opinion on it. And he, uh, we were mentioning earlier that us horror fans, we can be very jaded because when it comes to something that we love, we don't want to see it get fucked with. But, you know, and there, trust me, there are people that have completely butchered series that were remade, but there are others that have really tried, and sometimes you just got to give things a couple of looks, you know, or give things a couple of rewatches, and then you'll find, you'll find your true opinion that way.
0: Well said. Yeah. All right, Sierra? Ratings.
2: Um, Like I said, um, I do appreciate a lot of aspects of this movie. It does still bum me out that there were certain things that were changed. Uh, I'm okay with them making changes to the original, but I think that they changed important things that should have stuck, like the Deadites. I think that that was a huge part of the movie that should have stayed how they were. Um, But with that set aside, I did enjoy it. I think that it did exactly what it was set out to do. It scared the shit out of you. Um, they did a great job, um, and they did all practical effects, you said, right?
0: Yeah, there were certain, like, small things, like, the fires in the movie were CGI'd, but yeah. for the most part, it was all practical So, the, but...
2: the majority of the movie was practical effects, which I absolutely love that they took it back to that, because, um, horror movies are constantly using really bad CGI, and it really does take you away from it and pull you out of the movie, um, and this movie did a great job of not doing that, and, um, I love that they, they made that choice. Um, I... I'm going to give it... What did I give it? A 7 point...
0: You gave
2: it a 7.5 before. A 7.5. I'm going to stick with it.
1: Uh, I think I originally gave this rating a 7, and I'm going to stick with it, Uh, mainly because uh, just every time I see the Deadites, I just really get so bothered. Your heart breaks a
2: little bit every time.
0: Yeah, because
1: (laughs) honestly, even when it got funnier, the Deadites still looked creepy as fuck. Mm -hmm. And they did such a good job of of the way they made them look so like that that was the main attraction for me was seeing seeing the Deadites and just how scary they were and like you you said dylan like the psychological aspect of how bad like uh bruce campbell's character ash was being fucked with and like just mentally tearing them apart you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so to see like i said the delivery of the deadites just really was that's what really brought it down for a seven me, And the fact that it took so long um, for them to really kind of get into things because we have this whole giant backstory. And I get it, you know, drug addiction is a, it's a serious epidemic, but you know what I mean? This is Evil Dead. It's not kids go to a cabin for their friend's drug addiction, you know? Yeah. Like, sure, they should have mentioned it and they could have, you know, done something where it's just like okay you could tell like she's really struggling without having to explain it for so long so yeah i'm gonna stick with my rating of a seven like i said i got baited really hard on the hype uh but overall though it's still a solid remake and yes of course i'll
0: watch it again
1: you know what i mean yeah. It's definitely not going to be the last time for
0: me. Yeah, for me, I, I agree. I, I could watch this movie again, especially now that, you know, when we watched it for the episode, like, going in, I was like, all right, this is going to fucking suck, but you know what? I'll power through it. It's going to have some good discussion on the episode. And I was really impressed by it. It did have some cons, um, but it also had some pros. And for me, if I was looking at this as an Evil Dead movie it would get a very low score. But looking at it as its own project, you know, to me the pros outweigh the cons because my cons are things that I liked better in the original. They're not necessarily bad. Bad, you know. The deadites, you know, I'm not saying that the makeup was bad on these characters, but if you're going by Evil Dead standards, then I didn't enjoy it as much. If this was its own movie, then I'd say, yeah, they did a great job on the way these Deadites look. But, all in all, I'm going to give it a 7.6. Damn. And the average rating is a 7.4. The average Instagram rating was a 9.2. Damn. No, a
2: 9.1.
0: 9.1. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, everyone, you know,
1: they have their own outlook on it. I know my cousin Nick watches this film... Once a month, so well, you know what um, I mean. Like he, he I don't is, think you could do that with any movie. I get bored. He fucking loves this movie, like so. You know, there are people out there that really like this uh, reimagining of Evil Dead, but
0: and I can get behind it. I didn't. I, I I enjoyed it.
2: I think that I would still consider you to have good taste if you thoroughly enjoyed this movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly all right. Yeah. That's fun. Like said,
0: just you know, it could have
1: improved in other aspects, especially. Up to Evil Dead standards of what we've grown to know
0: and love. Let's make our own Evil Dead movie. And I'm going to put this out there too. I would take this remake over Army of Darkness. Because I didn't like when it made the comedic turn. And this had the horror feel to it.
2: This one definitely was, was horror. There wasn't any comical aspects to it, which I definitely thought was cool because you, you even the original, Evil Dead to t- some extent, had something funny. So it had, well, not funny, actually. I would say um, it had scenes that were not not necessarily just horror. But this one was very, 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 very dark. The entire thing was extremely dark. Yeah. And, like, literally, too. Like, watching the movie, the movie was dark, too. Like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. I liked the tone. They set a great tone and, and the makers did a really good job. I don't know. I'm trying to make it scary, or maybe they didn't try that hard and it just happened. I don't know. I wasn't there.
0: All right. Well, so we want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Even though we dropped the ball and fucked it up the first time,
2: which is a bummer because I did a perfect closing on it, and now I don't get to do it.
0: So. <laughs> um, be sure to. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Horror Haven Podcast. You can check out our schedule for upcoming episodes, as well as past movies that we've covered, at HorrorHavenMedia.com. Next week, we're going to be covering movies about mutants, not X-Men. Not X-Men. That's right. <laughs> we're going to be covering um, the original, The Hills Have Eyes, Wrong Turn, And Logan. And not Logan. <laughs> <laughs> and The Chernobyl Diaries, so- Stay tuned for that. Um, we have an Artist Spotlight episode that I am going to have edited and re- up this weekend. Mark my words. If it's Friday and this episode's out, you're getting the Artist Spotlight episode tomorrow or Sunday. And if it's like a week from now and you're listening to this episode a week late, it's already out. So go check out the new Artist Spotlight episode. <laughs>
2: there
0: you go. Yeah. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Later.